Hello everyone, and welcome to Perfect Numbers, a podcast brought to you by Think Academy UK. Subscribe at thinkacademy.uk to gain exclusive access to premium online math tuition enjoyed by over 4 million students worldwide. I intend to leave a memory of myself in the minds of others. Few people from history can be said to have done this as well as Leonardo da Vinci, who wrote these words in his personal journal. Little did he know how right he would be when he wrote them. Da Vinci is a name known around the world, and he features in countless books, films and TV shows. He is perhaps best known as an artist. You might have heard of him as the man who painted the Mona Lisa. But, as we will see this episode, da Vinci was a man of many talents and accomplishments. Leonardo da Vinci was not just an artist, but also a scientist, inventor, mathematician, engineer, and more. He lived during the Italian Renaissance. If you remember from the episode on Pedro Nunes, This was a period of time in the 14 and 1500s which saw huge advances in science, art, literature and mathematics. The Renaissance was also when ideas about mathematics in art began to gain attention. Da Vinci is considered by many to be one of the most talented and intelligent people ever. He was a polymath just like many of our other mathematicians that we've been looking at in recent episodes. Leonardo da Vinci was born in 1452 in the town of Vinci. That's where his name comes from, just outside of Florence in Italy. We don't know much about his childhood, except that his father was a very wealthy lawyer, while his mother came from a very poor background. Da Vinci was clearly a very intelligent man, but surprisingly, he never went to school. He was taught reading, writing, and maths at home. Around the age of 14, he became an apprentice to a famous artist named Verrocchio. This was where he learned about art, drawing, and sculpting, but also skills such as metalworking, leatherworking and carpentry. By the age of 20, da Vinci had qualified as a master artist in the Guild of St. Luke, which was a prestigious association for painters and artists, and he had his own workshop to work from. However, his knowledge of maths did not really excel until he was in his 40s, much of his education coming from self-study. But what do art and maths have to do with one another? After all, we often think of these two fields being the complete opposite of each other. Well, many of da Vinci's drawings and artistic works were made in his pursuit of scientific knowledge and his journals were full of inventions. 
it is estimated that da Vinci produced between 20,000 and 28,000 pages of notes and sketches over 40 years. He designed machines that were well beyond his time and wouldn't be built for hundreds of years. He designed hang gliders, helicopters, parachutes, airplanes, tanks, motor cars, musical instruments and bridges, as well as reimagining the uses for levers, gears, pulleys and springs. From da Vinci's notebooks, we know that he was left-handed. However, as well as using his left hand to write, he also wrote back to front, from right to left across the page. This meant that for a long time, people were unable to understand his notes. And some people think he did this as a way of keeping his ideas and inventions secret. As well as drawing inventions, da Vinci also brought maths into his other artwork. Perspective, symmetry, proportions and geometry had a great influence on his drawings and paintings. Many of his drawings were of the human body and he spent a long time practicing drawing different parts of the body from different angles. The Vitruvian Man is a drawing of da Vinci's which highlights his interest in proportions. The drawing shows a man with arms and legs outstretched, fitting inside both a circle and a square, as it describes the proportions of the human body. Many people in da Vinci's time believed that humans were the most divine of God's creations, and that this was reflected in the proportions of the human body. The Vitruvian man represents this perfect human form. It had already been shown that if the navel, that's where your belly button is, is used as the centre, a perfect circle can be drawn around the human body. Da Vinci realised that if there was a relationship between arm span and height, the body would also fit perfectly inside a square. Da Vinci didn't just use maths in his scientific and anatomical sketches. He brought ideas of perspective into his paintings, using parallel lines, the horizon line and vanishing points to create the illusion of depth on a flat canvas. These three features make it seem as if some objects in a painting are further away from the viewer which was very innovative for the time. If you listen to episode 5 of the podcast on Fibonacci, you might remember something called the Golden Ratio, which appears in patterns in nature, and which some people believe makes certain images naturally beautiful. Da Vinci was near obsessed with his use of the Golden Ratio, which he called the Divine Proportion. Two of Leonardo da Vinci's best-known works that use these areas of mathematics are The Last Supper and The Mona Lisa. Both use the mathematical principles of perspective, the golden ratio and proportions. In The Last Supper, 
a picture depicting Jesus and his disciples seated at a table. The golden ratio is used to position different elements of the painting, such as where each person is positioned around the table, and in the proportions of the walls and windows in the background. The Mona Lisa, which is arguably the most famous artwork of all time, famously uses the golden ratio in its design, which perhaps goes some way to explain why people find it so beautiful and why it is so popular. Leonardo da Vinci wasn't just a talented artist, but displayed skill in all work he undertook. He left behind hundreds of drawings which show his varied interests and highlight his intellect. Da Vinci's work, including some of the most famous paintings in history, was strongly influenced by maths, showing us that maths and creativity can go hand in hand. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Perfect Numbers. If you'd like to hear more about the incredible history of maths, subscribe to Perfect Numbers on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Think Academy offers premium online math tuition that is specifically designed and delivered to help students achieve better results in Key Stage 1, Key Stage 2, SATs, and the 11 Plus. To learn more about Think Academy's innovative EdTech solutions, visit our website at thinkacademy.uk or follow us on social media at Think Academy UK. See you next time.